0: Welcome to Mac
1: and Jack Talks NBA. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode. So let's give a little rundown of what we are going to talk about for this week's episode. As we all know, in the Euro League right now, recent yesterday they just finished the semifinals. Tomorrow they'll play. They'll have two games. To play against for the third place, which is CSKA versus Milano. That is one heck of a matchup to look out for because both teams are competitive. And not to mention the great finale, the final showdown between for the Euro title, league Euro League title, between Adola, Adola's FS Istanbul versus. FC Barcelona. And then we will talk about what we feel about the final matchup between FC Barcelona versus Adoles Fs Istanbul. So, Mac, what do you want to talk about the semifinals that you noticed?
0: Yes. Watching the old games from Barcelona before Pau Gasol joined And after when Pau Gasol joined, I saw that there was a little bit change in dynamic. What Pau Gasol gives you is a post presence. What Pau Gasol gives you is an anchor for defense. The pro is they obviously start Pau Gasol and he is a great addition. He defends very well. He understands the verticality, keeping his arms up. He will not foul you most of the time. He is great in the pick and roll. He can shoot the three. The con with involving Pau Gasol is that FC Barcelona has to play at a little bit slower of a pace, but that seems to be fine. They are playing well and they're going to the finals. Another con of having Pau Gasol on your team is because Pau Gasol is up in age in his 40s, and he is a big man, his transition defense is lacking a little bit. And that's where you saw other teams attack him in. Whenever they could get out in transition with Pau Gasol in
1: the lineup, they will push the ball up and down. I totally agree with you. What I noticed also, as you stated, was before... Pau Gasol's addition to the FC Barcelona. FC Barcelona was running at a high tempo, quick pace. I was like, dude, am I even watching the same team? Because they jacked up a lot more threes and their coverage for help defense or just doubling down when uh, pressuring the ball of whoever the, the guard or the person bringing up the ball is. To swing up to the other side of the three-pointer. Their coverage and their breakdowns. Were a lot quicker in comparison to. When Pau Gasol was acquired. Or he started playing again. Because he was healthy. As Nelson stated. With Pau Gasol's addition to FC Barcelona. Their, their post defense. Is a lot more solid. Because you have a solid seven-footer. A smart. European former NBA two-time champion like Pau Gasol there is no doubt that his IQ is off the roof but as farther times come it also shows his lack of switch defense, transition defense, his running up the floor is a lot slower. By the other by the time the opposing team runs into the uh, their their basket, Paul Gasol is just barely passing the half court So that's why FC Barcelona's transition defense is so poorly with Pau Gasol on the floor. But without Pau Gasol playing, they can play a bit more younger, up-tempo, and their coverage for defense is a lot quicker, shoot a lot more open threes instead of just constantly attacking, feeding Pau Gasol in the pain. Miritich seems to be more comfortable being able to have the space to post up to do his moves to make him lethal. And then for the other semi-finals game that I saw in the CSKA versus the Adoles FS Istanbul, is that from the general data or the general field what I've seen from the Adoles FS Istanbul, or not even just the Adoles FS Istanbul. But the entire Euroleague is that when they generally when they generally play, uh, I believe that they either they start very well or they end very well. But they have a they have one consistent point within the all the clubs or even teams is that when they have a very good start or a very good end. That the games are very close because either they start out very well but end poorly, or they start very poorly but they end very well. Is that that's why the games aren't in a very high shooting point percentage like the NBA, like even in the modern NBA, like the game two or three of the Memphis Grizzlies, th- I believe it was game two, Memphis Grizzlies versus. The Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz scored 141 points with Donovan Mitchell back on the court. How that's equivalent to two Euro League te- uh, games combined. They might not even have such high scoring volume by one team by the NBA. That comes to show you that the Euro League generally has a very bad habit of. Starting well or ending very well. I believe if they can keep it more consistent, you will be able to see a up-tempo game, a higher scoring volume, more threes like the NBA. So I want to give credit to the CSKA versus Adoles FS Istanbul because it was a very close game. Adoles FS Istanbul only won by three. The final score was 89 by the Adola FS Istanbul versus 86 points scored by the CSKA. What I noticed was when Shane Larkin Shane Larkin, the Mikeage and the Sanley when all three together are on the court together, they seem to be playing with such great team chemistry that they know when to cut when Shane Larkin has a very good vision in addition that in that game what i noticed was Shane Larkin is very good at penetrating inside and when the when the big man sets a screen and the opposing team's defenders defending Shane Larkin goes under Shane Larkin actually has a tendency of pulling up like a Marco Bellinelli three because of the open space that he gets as the opposing team's defender sags off him but you also got to give credit to the CSKA team in general because they put up with a great Match up against Shane Larkin because they got many steals as a whole team, and I believe that if Shane Larkin plays a bit more control, more discipline, I believe the adults FS Istanbul can go into greater heights because of the fact that there are lesser turnovers, more opportunities to get a solid play out to get a solid score. What about you? What did you see in the Adoles-Efes Istanbul versus the CSKA team? What I saw was great defense from
0: Efes. Very good uh, shell coverage, packing to paint, a lot of good shadowing and helping. It was only when the Moscow team had penetration, when they beat the man-to-man which forces the help defender to collapse in. That's when Moscow got most of their scoring. Otherwise, it was a very intense game. Both semifinal games were very close and very entertaining to watch. What really inspired me and made it fun to watch was watching the X-Celtics player Shane Larkin. He was playing out of his mind. His penetration and ability to shoot ability to pass, albeit pretty much every great or good European player can all set screens, can all dribble, can
1: all pass, can all defend, and can all shoot. I can see why Greg Popovich from the San Antonio Spurs really like drafting those second round European players because you got to give credit to them. Although they do not have the athleticism of the NBA players like LeBron James or even a Russell Westbrook, but they play very smart, high IQ, team-oriented, well-disciplined. They know what they need to work on. Like Luka Magic, for age twenty-two, that is very impressive. So let's talk about the finals: the FC Barcelona versus the Adolus FS Istanbul. What do you what do you feel like? what do you feel like there will be in the game?
0: Yeah, before I talk about that, I just want to give this final thought before I forget about it. I feel a bit of the discrepancy between the high scoring pace of NBA teams versus EuroLeague is, as I think most real NBA fans know, NBA referees let Some traveling, some carrying, little things like that. Some files get get away and so scoring is a little bit better. I feel the EuroLeague, the game is a little bit more pure in that traveling is called more often. Fouls are called more consistently and carry and things like that. So if you watch any Shaqting a fool, you'll see sometimes Kendrick Perkins take 7, 9, 11 steps, LeBron James, crab dribble travel and things like that. I, I think that's a little bit more cut down in the Euro League, and that may account for some points. Now, my thoughts for the final, very, very excited. In my opinion, and I'm sure in the opinions of many League fans, FS is the favorite, especially with uh, FC Barcelona's. Guard Kalafis, he may be injured and he was actually out in the semifinals, but he played and played well And so with Kalafis not being a hundred percent. I believe Efis is the heavy favorite But again, this is a one-game elimination and anything could happen But in my opinion, this is a game for Efis to not lose is for them to seize victory. I Personally am rooting for Efis. I want Shane Larkin And I see him continuing to penetrate the defense, really attack Pau Gasol. I expect Pau Gasol to come in as a help defender, but Shane Larkin to be able to make the quick, crisp pass decision and the center and the power forward cutting will be able to finish well. Shane Larkin needs to play a little bit more under control. Sometimes he loses the ball. He has the offensive flair, but sometimes I feel he takes on too much upon his shoulder, whether it's a coaching decision or himself. And thus he he attacks into into traffic or he fumbles the ball and loses it uh, sometimes. Although I would say if Barcelona won, this will give Pau Gasol his first ever EuroLeague championship and cement him again, in more accolades, is one of the all-time basketball greats. He will be a EuroLeague champion, he will be an Olympic champion, he will be a Spanish champion, and he will be a two-time NBA champion, adding to his already Hall of Fame career.
1: What are your thoughts, Jack? Based on the previous two games since the start of the play in tournament for uh, high seedings before the playoffs started. What I noticed was, as I stated before, Adolis FS Istanbul started very well in those two games in the first half, but somehow in the end, they generally either they play very poorly or they couldn't execute as uh, fluidly as they could. Like the first half is that they always give S. FC Barcelona, a very close game, and by the first half they are generally up by ten to fifteen points already. But somehow in the in the end, they always only win by between within a range of three to ten points. That's way too close in terms of when you had a great start of being up by ten points. So I think one of the key pointers to look out for is. Whether Adolesk FS Istanbul can sustain playing as well as they can in general based on the two previous matchup of having a good start, but can they also end it well? That is one of the key factors. And I believe the main key point towards Adolesk FS Istanbul is between four key players. One of them is the former Dallas Mavericks NBA champion, Roger Baboa, And whether their guard, Mike Vasilijan, Mike Vasilijan, if I butchered your name, but he is also a key component, Stanley and Shane Larkin. Whether those four can consistently keep at a high volume, consistency if those four can play at a high performance then i'm sorry to say it to the fc barcelona fans but adolas fs istanbul all the way baby and i think another key factor is shane larkin the previous two matchup that shane larkin provided was very huge because it seems like fc barcelona does not have an answer for the adoles FS Istanbul player Shane Larkin when he penetrates because when you cover him too deep, you open up the dunker spot, which Shane Larkin has a crazy feel because he is always able to see his big man, his power forward, his center, whatever the, whoever plays those position at the dunker spot, they get easy dunks. Come on, FC Barcelona. Play better defense. I know you are a great history. Your team, your country, has great history of playing basketball. But you got to keep up with a better job. Whether it's with Pau Gasol on the field, without Pau Gasol on the field, you got to play as hard as you're playing it like each game. Especially when it's a one-game elimination. Every possession matters. So this is the... This is the end of this week's episode. I look forward to uh, creating more your league uh, content and also the WNBA league content. Look for next episode.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: This is the end of today's episode. Please like, share with friends, and subscribe.